And welcome to the 106th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about challenge in carving out your own path to career success. All right, I just want you to think about your own personal struggle, however large or small. What's getting in the way of your job search? It could be not having enough experience. It could be age discrimination, mental health, or it could just be that you're not getting the results you want. All right, does something come to mind? Good. Now I'd like to take you on a journey to help you overcome your own underdog situation. Today I have an amazing testimony about the power of stepping up to the plate and facing adversity in your job search. My next guest, Jordan Heron, overcame extreme poverty, multiple evictions, and was raised in a childhood where both parents were addicted to drugs. All so he could eventually carve out his own path to career success as an amazing technology executive. It blows my mind what humans are capable of doing with the right amount of vision and persistence. This conversation was originally intended for a new podcast to be released in late January, which fights homelessness. It was one hour long, and this section I've chosen today will hone in on Jordan's story and some common themes that will help you push forward in your job search as well. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this Thursday's episode. I want to talk about what got you to your success and what was able to pull you out of that. And I want to hear your, your mom's story and your yeah. dad's story in parallel as well. But yeah. first let's yeah. start with you. What, how the heck did you become a technology <laughs> executive? <laughs> like just, that's bl- absolutely killing it, man. It bl- blows my mind sometimes too, actually. Um, yeah. I, and uh, so kind of getting started, man, like when, when my mom got out of prison for the first or second time, I, I can't directly remember. This is when my parents are full-on addicts and have started injecting heroin. Um, uh, my first year of high school was going relatively well. Pinellas Park High School, like my studies, that type of thing. And uh, over, through a series of events, um, my parents and I made the decision at 13 years old um, to me not to continue with high school anymore. You were 13 years old. 13, yeah. Oh my I, I, gosh. Yeah, my, my parents at the time, I, I just kind of wanted to, remember, I, I was a drummer. I was going to be, I was going to be that next big, you know, yeah. uh, rock star, right? And yeah. so, man, why 13, I, I felt the same way. Yeah, I, I played yeah. guitar. I was so into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine if your parents said, yeah, you know what? School overrated. No, don't, don't do it, right? <laughs> You're like, uh, heck yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take tests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, sure. so anyway, so I'm 13 not going to high school anymore, um, you know, occasionally taking some um, homeschool classes, but, but really not really, not, not super serious. And I'm just kind of drumming and, and going through. And at that time, I got to spend a lot of time with my parents. Again, weren't working. They were full-time, full-time drug addicts, right? Which is, by the way, is a full-time job. Um, and Because um, why, why do you say it's a full-time job? Man, um, day-to-day, you're looking for your fix, man. Um, every day, it's, it's a hustle. What can I pawn today? Who can I rip off? What can I do? That kind of thing. Um, every single day, it's a it's a struggle, um, and it's a it's a you know the, the cliche that dragon chasing you, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. like, like, well, or you're chasing that dragon after because you, you just want that so bad. And um, you, you know, addiction is one of those things, man. It can absolutely make everything you cherish and love um, valueless. I mean, you, you you would sell everything 
to get it. You know, imagine that. It's insane. Um, but so at the time, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of home with my parents, spending a lot of time. And during that time, you know, police were constantly coming to our houses. We I remember times of us, you know, quickly leaving the house out the back, running from police officers. I remember seeing my, my father get arrested dozens of times. Uh, actually, funny enough, um, it's so funny. Some of these stories kind of just kind of repopulate my mind sometimes. But um, my dad got so good at stealing power so good at it the the company actually came out and sawzod the entire meter out um to where like they would literally have to come back and re um re-implement it when, once it was there <laughs> I, I, it, we were on a first name basis um they, 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 knew, they knew my father and so at the time for this must have been an eight months period of time we lived in a house with no running water because the, the water was shut off and they removed that too the power was shut off because they removed that too and um, that was probably the most brutal. That was the most um, hard time, I remember. Not being in school, that kind of thing. And you, you had no power. No power, nothing. No you, utilities you're sharing, at you're, all. You're sharing at the YMCA. Um, and, and so I, I remember there, there were some times, kind of before that, actually, my like um, because the, the energy company, I'll be very candid, the energy company kind of worked at 9 to 5. They would go around and look and see if you're stealing power, that kind of thing. But after 5 o'clock, you're kind of in the clear. So my parents, they would throw the extension cord over the um, over the fence, plug it into the neighbor's house while they were um, at work, and plug in the, the, the fan, the refrigerator, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And then after 5 remove the power cord when they got home from work. My dad would go up back, turn the power on, and then that next morning, turn it off and, and, and go from there. And there's kind of that routine for a while sure. until they kind of figure that, that hustle out. And so you, you kind of learn a lot from there. Um, the neighbor is like, why is my utility bill so high? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. That, that was, yeah. Um, I, I actually never thought about that, but um, yeah. for sure. Um, and, you, you know, you're kind of showering at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing that. Kind of, you're now we're at an age where there's no more obfuscating. It's this is our reality. And, um, you know, lots of those weird kind of like, adventures, you, you could say, of, uh, oh, there's a warrant over here, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, the police after my parents or for whatever crime or somebody looking for my dad because he may have ripped them off or that kind of thing. And um, so from there, when I turned 16, I got my first job at Kmart. Um, and that was kind of my first opportunity to, to um, express myself in a productive way. Okay. It's very, very, um, very... Um, uh, it, it gave me a sense of self-reliance. I, I saw the output, right? The input, the outputs, right? I input that work and the output was me having some sort of um, uh, self-reliance, okay. which is super impactful to me. Great. And um, at the time, 16, 17, my brother um, was, was, was working too and we just got evicted from, from, a, um, from another house and he and I were like, we're over this. Like, let's get out of here. And so Jake and I, we, I, I'm 16 and a half, maybe 17. Jake just turned 18, um, 18, 19 in that range. And we go get an apartment in, in uh, uh, our own two bedroom apartment. Jake's the only one on, on the lease. We sure, had to kind of hustle around. Yeah, the we time. had to hustle around that a little bit. But wow. Yeah, yeah. So we oh had to hu- hustle around that a little bit. But wow. yeah, so we, we were there and, and now we have our own kind of place to live for a little while. And that was kind of, that was kind of fun. But at that time, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm making I think six seventy five an hour at Kmart, you know, and um, I remember thinking in my head, only I can make $300 a week, I'll be okay. And I um, was like, okay, well, I want to go to college, right? So we have a community college, and a good community college at that, in, um, in Florida, um, called St. Petersburg College. 
And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to try to go to college. You know, why not? So sure enough, I, on break at Kmart, I walk right down the way to the administrator. I go in and basically, hi, I'd like to like to go to college, please. And like, oh, great. We're happy. Um, to ha- one order of college, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, happy to, you know, happy to have you here. Um, yeah. Go ahead and, you know, your high school diploma. I was like, oh, yeah. I actually don't have one of those. Oh, no problem. Your, your GED then. Oh, I uh, don't have one of those either. Um, and so I kind of left with my, you know, tail between my legs, so to speak. And, and this is kind of the, the, the hustle of my parents. I talked to my mom about it and just kind of um, hustling around. And, and we were able to um, move some paperwork and that kind of thing and, and complete some other classes. But um, either way, I was able to get into college by my wow. parents able to um, kind of... Uh, move some things around, bend some rules, that kind of thing, able to get in there. So I, I found my way into St. Peter College. And at that time, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really, I missed out on a lot of, I, you know, writing cursive and, and, and those types of really basic things that you kind of learn in high school that I, I didn't really, okay. really miss out on, um, uh, that I absolutely missed out on. And so I took some, as I get started, I had to take some um, so some lower classes, that kind of thing to work back up. But um, I was able to earn my associate's degree um, in uh, you know a little after two years, that kind of thing. Super important. And so yeah. at, that, at that time, I'm, I'm considering a career move, uh, you, you know, my next, you know, transferring to one of the bigger universities at this time and uh, wanting to study economics. Uh, I was working at a, a pizza restaurant. Um, so And I was actually was able to become the general manager of this little restaurant in South St. Petersburg. Uh, funny enough, um, this is after you graduated. No, well, this is this is kind of me during in uh, when, when during SBC. Uh, okay, kind of funny story. When I turned eighteen, I got a job as a telemarketer. Um, you, you know, which is really cool. I, I leave Kmart literally the day after my eighteenth birthday. I start this telemarketing job, and super pumped up about it, that kind of thing, and, and do okay. Um, a few months later, the company actually shuts down. Um, and I remember, you know, Jake and I, we had our own apartment still. And, you know, what are we going to do? And I'm on US-19, and I'm looking at jobs on Craigslist, and I see pizza delivery driver. And um, sure enough, I I, I hit him up, and I I go there, and and now I'm in St. Petersburg, South St. Petersburg, delivering pizzas at uh, 18 or so, Um, and and doing well. The the restaurant wasn't doing super great, but um, the general manager leaves just just kind of one day, like, you know, no call, no shows. I call the the owner let him know and I'm like hey uh, donovan was his name very impactful guy in my life uh hey man listen i know i'm only 18 and have no experience but give me a shot at this you know what, what, what can i do you know um and he was kind of out of it he's like sure why not and the re- restaurant actually does you know does very well over the next two years and um kind of get started from there so that was my first kind of glimpse of working hard and becoming successful and um from from there, kind of the gateway to how I become technology yeah, was it. it was kind of that, that next jump, right? It was me. Um, okay, well, I, I want to start making more money, that kind of thing. Uh, and I was doing okay with the pizza restaurant, but just wanted more. And I, uh, a friend of mine, worked in technology. He was a developer, and I was like, "Hey, hey, man, teach me to code sometime." And sure enough, I go over there, and he's coding, doing his thing. And you know, a, a day or two goes by, and he, he asked me, he's like. Man, is this really for you? Are you into this because you, you really like it? You like seeing that hello world? Or um, is it just for the money? Mm. And I, I'll be honest with you. I said, it really just for the money. Mm. And he's like, well, man, this is more of a passion thing. Is this really, you know, but why don't you try to be, become, get in the business? You don't have to be a software developer to work in technology. And, you know, I didn't know much about technology at all. I just knew these guys are making a, a lot of money. 
And so sure enough, I, I, he says, well, why don't you become a project manager or something? And so I go home, I Google project manager. Probably the first thing I Googled was project manager salary, probably. And uh, <laughs> knowing me. And then I, I kind of started reading, going through some things and just like, man, I think I got this, you know? And, and I started reading, doing a lot of research. And I was able to, again, kind of utilize the, um, you know, homelessness toolkit, you can say. And then, you know, that kind of hustle, finesse type thing. And I'm not super proud of it, but was able to work with my um uh, with my brother, we, we created a, a resume that was maybe slightly embellished, I'll say. I'll leave it there. And I was able to get my first technology job as a project coordinator at, at, at a pretty big company uh, in St. Petersburg um, with, a lot, with a lot of responsibility. And that was kind of my, my start. I, you know, I got right in there. And I, um, the, the ironic thing was I, I, I fell in love with the technology kind of afterwards. You know, I, I got in for the money, but... I started, you know, really understanding. Just things started started clicking with me a little bit, you know, a, yeah. a lot, and just really got really into it. And I got, yeah. just, just, you know, started breaking barriers after barriers of being more technical, learning, you know, you more started, things. You started picking up the skill set and the experience slowly. It was over time. It yeah. was years and years of immersing yourself in this, pushing yourself towards this because definitely a lot of people, you know, some people might look at your story and say like, oh, he did this and this and then all of a sudden he yeah. had this great job. But no, for sure. I, it, it was a process. D- definitely a process and, and, and by the way, um, not not afraid to, to admit, very lucky too. Uh, I, I met the right people and, and, recreating my direct story may be hard to do, but kind of going back to your, your point, Chris, a little bit, when you're, when you're poor and you have, and, and when you are in, in, living in extreme poverty in your entire life and it, it's, it's, and, and you're, you're being, everyone you, everyone around you kind of looks down at you almost from an ivory tower, right? And the world seems a little bit impossible. The world seems far away. You, you, you inherited this cultural inheritance uh, of I'm th- what I'm going to be and um, and uh, what I'm going to do and and, and this th- th- these is my threshold of success and everyone else is going to exceed that and you have to say fuck that and and and, and not be afraid to challenge that status quo and, and one thing that appeals to me about technology in retrospect is technology is a merit based. Yeah, exclusively Abs- merit absolutely. based. Absolutely. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you look like, what school you went to, anything like that. There's a demand. If you can meet it, you get the job. Cool. And that's what technology is all about, culturally and in practice. Um, and, and so, you, you know, look at your situation. And I would tell anybody listening to this who may be in a, in a situation where either you're extremely young or maybe even you're a little later in life, and you're looking at your situation, and you may say how can I get there? That road seems so far away. It made me unclear, but ultimately it's one win at a time and and say, you know what? I'm not going to follow that process. I'm going to make my own process. I I know what I can do. I know, I know what value I can add and any that I can do to prove that that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Let me ask you. So you're very successful. Now you came from this background. What would be the one thing that you would say for you that if you didn't have it, you don't think you'd be in the same position you are right now, whether that be people you've connected with or something that you did specifically? That's a great question. And I think about it often, actually. Um, I, I think one thing we don't talk about enough is IQ and, and, and how intelligence is is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was absolutely blessed to be able to retain knowledge very well, but there's a lot of people um, from, uh, you know, um, uh, communities who are in extreme poverty, 
who who don't necessarily have the um, uh, that that kind of those, those levels of, of being able to see things as clearly as I do sometimes. Sure. And so it's absolutely that I, I was was absolutely blessed with being able to learn things fast and in my own way and that kind of thing. And some people maybe not learn the same way as me. So I think I, I mean, was. That's how you're able to get into college. That's how you're able to yeah. graduate. How to move. You know. Absolutely. It takes takes that. But one thing one thing it's super important to call out is and. and as I get older, uh, just turned 26, but as I get older, adversity is such a blessing. It's such a blessing. When, you, when, when I was younger and, and was in, in that swamp, I can call it, and, 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 that, and that, that, that pit uh, of just, just helplessness, that motivation, that, um, that hills to climb, that mountain, to, to, you know, that, that kind of thing is such a blessing the, the, the amount of self-accomplishment you feel getting past that is unparalleled. And the, those folks, you know, growing up, you always, you always look at, uh, at people who may have come from um, uh, more privileged backgrounds, you can say, um, from a financial exclusively perspective. Um, and you have some animosity towards them growing up. Who wouldn't? But now, from my perspective, it's like they don't have that story. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they don't have the that climb that I was I was there and now I'm here. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to me, it's the most blessing. I get super excited because a lot of people, you know, who know about my story and, and, and um, you, you know, kind of ask me similar questions that like you're asking me. And it's like I get so excited hearing their story because it's like, man, think about think about what you're, you're going to feel getting past that. Yeah, you know, and, and just think about how powerful true, that is. True, and it's That's like true. absolutely, and, and the the power of adversity and getting past it and that grind. It's like it's it, man. It, it's the it's the most the biggest thing in my life. Truth, we're gonna move on to your parents' story in a second here, cool. but I want to hear along the same lines of adversity. But what what words of advice would you have for the old Jordan, maybe slash someone who is going through the same exact thing right now? Understand that you have value. Understand that, um, the, you know, um, you 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 have the ability to um, to really do what you want to do. Don't be afraid to challenge that status quo. Don't be locked into somebody else's process. That's the biggest thing. You know, the process of oh, I need to go in order to get to college. I have to do these things, or in order for me to get this job, I have to have this pedigree. Anything like that? Fuck that. Yeah. You carve your own way. And, and if you have to hustle and finesse a little bit to get there, that's okay. That's that's part of the, that's the character, you know. It's, yeah. it's use your toolkit. You have something that those people don't. Those those kids who may have come from a, a higher echelon of life, they don't have that that mentality. They don't have it. They they, they do things this this, this this straight way typically. This this very standard um, uh, linear way where you have the ability of a different optic, a different way of looking at these problems. Utilize it. Don't run from where you who you are embrace it but embrace it in a positive way that's the biggest thing i could say um those kids when you when you're uh in the same conference room across from kids who've gotten their mba from prestigious schools in the same title as you and you're across from from them and it's the pedigree doesn't matter anymore once you get certain past a certain threshold it doesn't matter at all cool and and so that's the biggest thing and that has to inspire you get to a point where you're on the same ground as they are and now you have a competitive advantage
No, and, and so for me, you know, big kind of milestone for me was you know accepting and that just because maybe someone didn't have all the challenges that I had, or maybe they looked or spelt a little bit different than mine, yeah. there's still challenges, and you have to kind of applaud it. And I am the underdog's biggest advocate. I love it. I love that struggle. I when I hire people for my company, um, I look for I look for that um, attitude, aptitude. That's all I care about. Yeah. And and the, the folks with that the tenacity. ID Plants uh, and and their founder um, uh, Jeff Landry, who's one of the most inspirational people in my lives for sure. Similar background in one way or another, um, but tenacity is one of our biggest things in our company. Uh, we want people. We want scrappy people in our company. Yeah. We want people who overcome a challenge and who don't take you know, don't take no for an answer. And, and um, that's what I look for. And again, people need to recognize who are going through challenges. And if you're listening here today, your challenges are your biggest blessings. Yeah, you struggle, adversity, those types of things. Yeah. for me, man, it's like the most life changing thing. And I almost feel bad for folks who may have had that kind of easy path because sure. they're going to have to discover it later in life to where at 13 years old, I, 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 I kind of saw this and I, I knew the impact. I knew my actions um, had consequences and, you, you know, and you know the value of time too, because uh, you, you know, you, you have a lot of time to make up for, you know, and, and I don't know, man, I'm, I'm a huge fan of adversity. You, you know, you don't look for it. You don't look to get yourself into trouble, yeah. but you're, you're going to find it. That's what life is. Yeah. And um, embrace it. Embrace the suck, right? Embrace the challenge. Embrace change, yeah. you know? And, and to me, man, it's um, the biggest bless of my life, including my mother. My mother passed away because I'll remember that in forever. Mm-hmm. And, and telling her story, our story together, um, it, it's, it's the biggest blessing in my life. Thanks for tuning in to our 106th episode. I think there were some amazing key takeaways from this snippet here. You can face your own challenges and they can work to your benefit when you look back and are proud of how far you've come. I'm going to share Jordan's Instagram here if you'd like to follow him and see what he's up to. I'll also share the Career Warrior podcast Instagram as usual. If you would like to listen to this entire episode, it will be released in its entirety in late January or early February. Be on the lookout for that. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you on Monday. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.